This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode, we look at how to start a business. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big big, big, big. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at a topic that uh, many people ask, especially around this time of year. It's one of those things that uh, we all sort of want to do to some degree, whether we want to go full time on it or not, that's different. But we all sort of want to have our own thing to make money on the side to start a business to take an idea and turn it into a revenue stream. That is a really cool uh, thing to do. And so a lot of people have been asking me, how do I get my business started? How do I freelance more? How do I get more clients, things like that. And I want to share with you my process for doing that. It's fairly straightforward. It's fairly simple. There is a lot more to it, meaning after you've sort of mastered the simplicity of it, you can always go deeper on things. There's always things that can be added, but we are going to be looking at the basics here. And if you already have a business, then this might still help you fill in some of the blanks and help you feel a little bit more in control of what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis. Now, before we jump into it, I do want to remind you to take the survey. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash survey. Take five minutes, fill out the questions. It'll help me to create better content for you this year, and you'll have a chance to win one of three $50 Amazon gift cards. So head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash survey right now, and let's jump into the episode. Now, from my point of view, the things that I've learned over the years of trying to build businesses, of running my business, of working with people and coaching them on their businesses, uh, there are a few key pieces that need to be in place. And this is something that helped me because the way that I approach business, like I always felt like I was confused, right? I always felt like I was going to miss something or maybe I just wasn't thinking about everything because I didn't know what I should be thinking about. So what I've done is I've broken this down into a few key pieces that you need in order to get your business off the ground. Now, the first piece is a problem 
that needs to be solved. Every product that you could potentially create, every uh, everything that somebody would pay you for is ultimately because you are solving a problem they have, right? No one is going to give you money unless that money, unless the thing you can give them is more valuable than the money they give you. And what is the value there? Well, they have a problem, you can solve it. If you go out to the store and you buy, I don't know, acne cream, it's because you have acne and you want to get rid of it. So whatever company created a product that solves that problem and you are exchanging dollars to get the solution. So ultimately, if you want to start a business, you need to first find a problem that needs to be solved. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to find a brand new problem. You can solve the same problem that other companies have. You just then have to find a way to differentiate yourself. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But ultimately, a problem needs to exist that needs to be solved. That is the first step to starting your business. Now, the second step is a solution for that problem, right? So now you've identified the problem. You know what it is you want to solve. Well, now you need to actually set out and find a solution for it. Now, things like, for example, if you're going to start a web design agency, what's the problem? Well, there are many, I don't know, let's say your customers are nonprofits. There are many nonprofits who want to build websites and they want to bring in donations and things like that. So that's the problem. They need an online presence so that they can grow their nonprofit. Well, the solution would be you building them a website and you have to decide, are you going to do it on WordPress, Squarespace? Or are you going to write it by hand? Like you have to find sort of what form your solution takes. And that's part of where you differentiate yourself. The way that you solve the problem is ultimately what makes you unique. Um, and so you can find a solution to the problem that you've decided you want to solve. And that is the second step of starting your own business. Now, the third step is you need a customer or at the very least a target customer. So these are the people that are suffering from the problem you want to solve, right? Going back to that acne example, if you have a product that solves the acne problem, who is most likely to be your customer? Well, you can target teenagers, you can target um, uh, people going through different uh, emotional changes, you can target, there's all these different groups, right? People that would suffer the most from acne. You need to essentially just pick one and say, these are my customers. These are the people that I want to solve this problem for, because that's what's going to drive your marketing, which we're going to be talking about here in a second. So after you found the problem, after you figured out how to solve it, you then need to identify who is my customer? Who is it that I'm solving this problem for? And by the way, these first three steps, they're sort of done in conjunction with each other. Because often, you can start with a customer, a group of people, and then look at the problems they have in order to solve that rather than making up a problem from scratch. So these steps are a little bit interchangeable. They don't have to go in the right order necessarily, but you do need all three pieces. You need a problem to solve, a solution for that problem, and a customer or a person who is uh, struggling with that problem. Now, the fourth piece is the marketing. And all this is, don't, don't let that word scare you, right? People hear the word marketing and they think, oh, I'm not good at that. All marketing is, is telling people about your solution. That's it. If you are targeting teenagers suffering from acne, you just need to get in front of them and say, hey, 
this thing will solve your acne. That's all marketing is. Now, it gets complicated, obviously, when you bring in things like tracking certain metrics. Do you do digital marketing? Do you do flyers? Do you do X, Y, Z? The answer is always yes. You do whatever gets the message in front of your target customer. So if you are targeting teenagers, maybe you're on TikTok because that's where a lot of teenagers are hanging out. Or maybe you're on Instagram, but you're probably not necessarily on Facebook. So all of those decisions around marketing just comes down to who is the customer and where are they? How do I best get this message in front of them at the lowest cost possible? If you're trying to target teenagers for acne, then you probably don't want to run billboard ads. Like That's not necessarily going to be the lowest cost way of reaching them. So you always want to just ask yourself that question. How do I tell people about this solution? right? I've got the problem. I know what the the solution is. I've got the people I want to target. How do I tell those people, hey, I've got the solution for you so that they don't have to search for you? That's all marketing comes down to, but you do need that as a core piece of starting your business. Now, the fifth thing you need in order to start your own business is what I call the model, right? This is the business model aspect of it. Now, all a business model is, and again, this is my interpretation. I'm not sitting here with an MBA, but this is how I approach it, right? The business model is essentially the makeup of how you charge and what you charge, right? So it's ultimately, how do we make money? Now, ultimately, you want to sell the product, the solution to your customers via marketing, right? You find the problem, you build a solution for it, you identify who your customers are, you do some marketing to get the message in front of those customers, and then you've got to make money from them. You have to charge them. You have to exchange that product. That's what the business model is. It's uh, sort of the the collection of all the decisions around what are we charging? How are we charging it? Um, how do we exchange the product for the money? How, how do we deliver on the product? Like All of that is the business model. So let's give you a concrete uh, example, right? So coaching. If you are a life coach, there are a lot of life and health coaches listening to this show. If you're a life coach, that is your business model. Coaching is the business model. So you charge XYZ either per session or per month or on a retainer, and you deliver that service by meeting one-on-one or online or over a group session or via email or whatever your thing is. All of those decisions that's the model. That's what you have had to decide on in order to actually make the exchange of value for dollars. Now, if you're going back to that acne example, you've got a solution for acne. I don't know why this is on the brain today, but anyway, you've got a solution for acne. What's the business model? Well, the most basic one is you're going to sell tubes of your thing direct to the consumer, and that would be an e-commerce model. So you build a Shopify store and you get your pictures and you load them up on the website and you figure out the pricing and people go on, they order it, and then you ship it out. That's super basic. Another business model would be selling to actual businesses. So selling in bulk to like a Walmart or to an Urban Outfitters or whoever would pick up your acne cream. And in that scenario, you get paid by the store and then they sell it directly to the customer. Or a third business model is a boxed-based business, so a subscription box where every three months you're sending them three months worth of your acne cream and they're going to subscribe to pay you monthly for that service. So you just have to decide how am I going to charge, how is this going to be structured, how do I deliver this product to the customer and that's ultimately the business model. Now when you hit these five pieces of the puzzle, you have everything you need to start a business. Now. 
again, there are other pieces. You have to manage your finances. You have to pay taxes. You have to worry about legal. You have to uh, think about uh, HR and managing a team and building a team. Uh, in many cases, you have to think about uh, shipping and fulfillment and warehousing and all of that stuff, right? But all of that, in my opinion, that's like medium. That That's not beginner level. That's the stuff you think about once you've got this other stuff down. Once you've got this stuff figured out, then you can worry about all the rest because a lot of it isn't going to be needed by every single business. If you're selling digital products or coaching or something like that, you don't need to worry about warehousing. So there's no point worrying about that before you even decide what the business model is. So these are the five most basic pieces of starting a business. You need first a problem that is worth solving that people are struggling with. You need a solution to that problem. You have to come up with a way to actually solve it. You need a customer or a potential customer that struggles with that problem. You need marketing to get the message in front of them that says, hey, we have the solution to your problem. We know you're struggling with it. Give us money and we'll give you the solution. And then finally, you need the model. You need to figure out how you're going to charge them, uh, how you're going to deliver the product and uh, all of the different factors involved with that. Be sure to click the subscribe button wherever you are tuning into this. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Click subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think. If you're listening to the audio, if you're on your commute right now or you're getting ready for work or whatever it is you're doing, Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time and sharing it with me. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to hear the second part, the case study of this model in action. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.